that stuff. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 119 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and sitting awkwardly close to me is my co-host, Will. What's up, bro? Well, we're not going to be talking about all that stuff tonight. Yeah, but that's our intro. Well, it's, it is our intro. This is a special episode. I like to start with our normal flow, but yes, this uh, is a special episode. We are going to only be talking about Star Wars tonight, and we are only going to be talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi, which we literally got out of the theater about, I don't know, 45 minutes ago, and we're ready to rock, right, buddy? Word. Cool. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, dude, if you have not seen The Last Jedi, uh, stop listening to the podcast if this is after the fact, and if you're watching live, um, it's in the tag, so... There it is. Spoilers. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. So. Yeah, I went there. Uh, This is going to be weird. (laughs) And I'm uh, speaking of weird, if you're tuning in live, why Will is sitting, why we're on the same camera is still beyond me, but he's sitting right next to me. I didn't want to grab my laptop out of the RV. Yeah, well, here we are. Hey, I have no problem being close to you, friend. I know, but I like looking at you when we talk, and I just like. I'm gazing adoringly at you. <clears throat> all right. So, my friend. <laughs> I'll do all the outro stuff later. Oh, we lost our only guy. See? We lost it. All right. So, here we go. Let's chat. Yes. What do we got? We saw a movie. We went and saw the movie today. First of all, let's talk about the trailers we saw beforehand. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we saw Black Panther. Black Panther trailer was sick. We saw Infinity War. It was yep. nice to see it up on the big screen. Indeed, indeed. Um, we saw... I was actually surprised we did not get a Ready Player One trailer. Hmm. Or Jurassic... Were you, though? Or Jurassic World, because those are the two big trailers that just came out. Yeah, but everything was all disney and marvel Well, in that case, why didn't we get a premiere of Ant-Man? I think it's too early. I don't think so. It doesn't come out until, what, late next year, right? Uh, no, uh, summer. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, yeah, so late next year. July, I think. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Anyway, I like those trailers, but we had already seen them. The Black Panther one was the same, right? Yeah, it's the same yeah, one. Yeah. But it was nice to see Infinity War up on the big screen. Yeah, it was. Actually, that was really cool. And um, we went with some friends. Our friends, a shout out. We had our usual party. Um, we had um, some folks over. We had some pizza. We had some beers. Yep, we had some pizza. It was yummy. Yep, it was awesome. It's Will's birthday tomorrow, so I got him a birthday pizza. We're going to probably see The Last Jedi again tomorrow. Yep. Um, in 3D, but we saw it in 2D tonight. And um, let's talk about it, dude. So, well, shall we start with the story? Um, actually, I, I want to interject one quick thing here. Um, We're never going to get through this. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead, dude. Freaking hate you. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. No, it's just we can't ignore the big news of the day is that the, the Star Wars. The and you're going to do this. Yeah. I'm Got just going to say. No, no, please. The Disney Fox murder has gone through. Mm-hmm. So that's just big. I'm just saying it's gone through. We are aware of it. We will definitely be talking about it on our next episode. But I don't want you guys to think that we are out of the loop. No, I mean, we can we can talk about it for a second. The, the, the interesting thing, though, is when I did the intro. You're like, well, we're only going to be talking about the one thing, and then you were talking about something else now. So, it's because I like messing you up. <laughs> so, Fox merger happened, just like we've been talking about. Um, yes. So now we're going to fifty-four billion. Yeah, that's a lot of money. 
So all that said, um, it happened exactly how we, how we thought. They're going to get the, you know, um, Star Wars uh, access. They're going to get the X-Men stuff. They're going to get all the things. So. Uh, yeah, there's just a little hiccup with some Fantastic Four stuff. There's a bit of a change to Iger's uh, uh, contract. Right. A um, little bit of things, but we'll definitely be going over that in our next episode. But I just wanted to let you guys know that we do know that that happened. Oh, we definitely know. I mean, they know we know. Well, we can hope they know that we know. We have our finger on the pulse, my friend. We do? No. <laughs> All right. So we went and saw Star Wars The Last Jedi Yes, today. we did. We did. It happened. Finally. Oh, my God. It was nice to see the crawl again. Yes, it was. And it was simple. I mean, and it actually uh, very much mirrored the way that uh, em- Empire started. It was just like kind of like, well, they won. They're on the run. Here yeah. we are. Uh, I will know? say that um, Ryan Johnson put his mark, his stamp on the filmmaking process immediately mm-hmm. because normally we just get a simple pan to a starfighter or whatever and then it cuts to a, a, an action sequence what this did is we got the pan and then we got a zoom yeah we got a pan down and a zoom through a star fight and it was just really cool and then all of a sudden star destroyers start coming out yeah and that was really cool that it was all one well didn't they cut shot. to some characters and they said and then they kind of looked up and they saw them appear right in the sky it might have been, but the, yeah. but it was nice to not see uh, a wipe cut in between. No, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so it was, but it was cool. I really enjoyed it, and Ryan Johnson is uh, is really good at his job. Yeah, totally, man. Um, all right. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm gonna try not to cough in the mic. So here we go, dude. Story wise, we start off. I don't even know, dude. The movie was good. It was long too. It was. It was. Uh, two two hundred and thirty one minutes. I never really felt like it was it dragged, but it did have a lot a, a good a lot big chunks of time where there wasn't a lot of action, which is fine, and that's kind of how Empire was as well. Right. Um, Empire starts off with a fight, and then there's a decent chunk where, especially when they're on the um on the asteroid and everything else, that not a lot. Action-wise happens. But. Yeah, well, because you have to have this, just like in any second part of a trilogy or second act in a play or anything, you have a lot of character development in that point mm-hmm. and, and story development. Um, so that's kind of where we're going to focus our, our stuff around, I think, is the characters, yeah? Yeah, because that's really what it is. I mean, the story is is a bridge, obviously, from the beginning to the end of the story. Um, and there's there I mean, there's a lot of, you know different plot points and everything, but it's this movie is almost entirely about character. Exactly. Um, all right. Where do you want to start? Um, let's start with the biggest MacGuffin in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Snoke. And that's Snoke. Um, um, don't get me wrong. He is an utter badass when he's on screen. Oh, man. he's He was sick. He's flinging people around. He's he's having his way with, you know, until Ray and moving around and, and manipulating her, reading minds, all that kind of stuff. Until the moment he literally narrates his own death. <laughs> yeah. Which is a really interesting thing. I didn't, I didn't think he would go out like that. And, and so let's use that to talk kind of about Kylo too. Do you think, right. uh, I, I was thinking about this earlier, um, before we start recording the idea that, so he is narrating his death. Yes. Um, and so as he's basically talking to Kylo, trying to get him to kill Ray, he is behind his back moving the lightsaber, just like he's saying, but the the other lightsaber that's next to him that he insists is next to him, which is um, the one that Ray has, right? And he, you know, he ends up cutting him in, in uh, Snoke in half, which is a really cool moment. 
But do you think that was Kylo's entire deal the whole time was to take his place? Or do you think it was like, well, now that he's dead and you don't want to join me, let's do this thing? No, I don't think he was good at all. Um, when you Kylo? first, yeah, when you yeah, first, I don't think so either. When you first see it, you're like, oh, he's, you know, Ray's getting to him. He's turning to the light side. Mm-hmm. But for him to have pulled off that, that thing, it was complete and utter deception. And that is complete dark side. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so for, so he couldn't have pulled that off convincingly enough for Snoke to believe him unless he was being deceptive. I agree. Um, I, I love that about Kylo. I love that he didn't turn. I love that he is evil and is going to stay evil. And I don't want to, I didn't want to see a Kylo Ren dece- uh, redemption story. No, you I can't. never did. And people were talking about, Oh, there was, there was obviously people on both sides of that, but. I'm I'm on the camp where he's evil, he turned, and even at some point towards the end, Leia says, yeah, no, I know when I've lost a son. Exactly. You know, the, and he's and gone. The turning point for it was near the beginning of the movie, actually after the first interaction between he and Snoke, um, and when he calls him just a kid with a hel- a kid with a mask. Right. And he destroys the mask in the elevator, or in the lift, and um, that's when he changes. Right. He realizes, I don't need to hide behind this anymore. I don't need to be the the as as snoke put him as the heir apparent to vader right he's kylo and he considered himself above all that now and if you notice that tantrum that everybody gave him crap for in force awakens he got that out of his system when you destroyed the helmet and then he was joe smooth cool oh, yeah. the rest of the film I really I liked um driver's uh performance was brilliant uh yes the way he played that off the way the way they did the scenes where they were talking kind of across the force. Yes. <clears throat> between Kylo and um Kylo and Ray, I really enjoyed the way they did that because that was making you think that well, he was manipulating her, obviously, but Right, but he was also that, manipulating us. <laughs> well we yeah, well we know that Snoke set that stuff up, but you know that Kylo did it. Right. Um yeah, so I like that. Um those scenes I thought were really good, um, especially once the hand touching yes. scene happened. Um, and then Luke comes Luke down comes in and destroys the I building. mean, you start to see Luke's power. And I wonder once Ray shows up, because she does kind of allude to the fact that, well, she goes, you shut yourself off from the force, didn't you? And I'm wondering if until she showed up, he was, he, he hadn't used the force since that day. No, because everything he did when he was fishing, when he was right, it milking was all, the beast, which yeah. was a really odd nipple that was scene. Really weird, dude, with the nipples, and then like he like and then he's drinking and he down turns his beard. around. He's like, I'm like, oh, that was a little weird. Dude. But it it goes to show that every single thing he did was was uh, um, without use of the force. Exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there was some really um, funny comedic moments, obviously. Where, so many, which is great. And they weren't like over the top where she was just like, I've seen your day. You're not busy. Like I've exactly. seen, I've seen your mornings. They're not, you're not busy. Like you could help me. Okay. Bro. And I love how they didn't take the pork seriously. Oh yeah. They're Chewbacca like, knocks him out of the side. Chewbacca is <laughs> eating them. Yeah. He's like, I, I really wanted him to take a bite. I wanted him to be like, you know what? Screw you little guys. I'm going to eat this. Cause I'm hungry. Okay. You know? I love how, how, uh, um, Ray kept pissing off the caretakers. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted them to go back to that before she left. Just like one little, either 
Like he, when the when the Millennium Falcon took off, the exhaust uh, like took out a building or something. Or yeah, just either either one more fu to them, or like she could have done something to like help them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to like round out that relationship. But again, a little bit of comedic effect, and also, um, well, you, you, I mean, you, we're gonna you know getting a little cart before the horse here, but you know she's gonna go back to that island to to sure to take care of a couple things. Yeah, and and I think that's important. Um, all right, where do you want to go next? Uh, Luke. Yeah. Um, and more importantly, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, we already have the Golden Globe nominations out and everything, but dude, his performance is just as good, if not better, than Alec Guinness was in, really in episode four. And Alec Guinness got an Oscar nomination. Yeah. And he played the mentor role really well. Um, the reluctant mentor role really well. But what I think really showed off his acting chops more than anything else were when Ray was getting both sides of the, 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 the fall of Ren story. Oh, yeah. And you could see the different. I mean, you saw either the vicious, you saw the two versions of yeah, it. you saw yeah. the vicious Luke Skywalker or you saw the conflicted Luke Skywalker, right. and Hamill pulled the both those off brilliantly. Mm-hmm. The other thing I liked about his performance was the um, um, uh, it was not the oh the Yoda scene oh um, yeah because he played the mentor role really well, and um, when Yoda Yoda comes back as a Force ghost when he's kind of blowing it with Ray. And, and he's decided he wants to burn the tree down and everything else. And so I like the fact that he was able to kind of, you kind of saw in his face that young Luke through, through the old Luke. Like yes. I could, you could, you, he fell back into his piercing the, blue eyes. Yeah. He really fell back into the, the farm. Boy. Oh crap. I am just a stupid farm boy. And Yoda was right again. You I know? liked the, uh, near the end of the film where you saw him looking off at the single sun. Yeah. And it mirrored the binary. So you could see here. But there was two suns at some point. Did yeah, you see? And you yeah. saw little uh, hints of the, uh, the binary sunset music from, uh, yeah, um, it was from that, episode four. And I was going to mention that too when we were going to talk about, uh, deaths later. But, um, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the film. I, you could kind of feel it coming. I knew it wasn't going to be at the hand of Kylo Ren. Um, when he comes back. And so basically what we're talking about, I mean, you've seen the movie if you're listening to us talk. So, Hopefully you know what we're talking about, but after he projects himself onto um crate, crate, which um, is cool, they actually went to crate, right, and stay and yeah, and faces off against Kylo. Um, after he's done with that, he goes he goes back into himself. He doesn't look great, but he's obviously extended himself. And then he looks up, he sees the sun, and then you see two suns. You hear the binary star set, uh, star uh, sunsets uh, theme. And, um, and he goes out like Yoda and, and, and Obi-Wan just yep. kind of puffs. Well, um, like, like Yoda, not like Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan let himself go too. Well, yeah, but he wasn't was, like actually cut in half. Right. But I kind of think of it the same way, but, yeah. but anyway, um, but yeah, but he kind of just lets himself go or actually dies and puffs into the force. And that was a really cool moment. It wasn't like a, I'm crying cause Luke's gone moment. It was like, makes sense kind of moment, you know? Yeah. And, um, Talking about uh, recurring themes, it was great when um, you finally saw Luke and Leia on screen together. Yeah, and it hinted at the Luke Leia theme from from uh, mm-hmm. Jedi. Mm-hmm. The music was spot on. They they hit the themes. Um, I love Ray's theme. Um, it's still yep. one of my favorite little um, new new themes from this. Um, but anyway, uh, that's most of the music. I think that caught me was those moments. Uh, so. Let's talk about Ray and Kylo's relationship a bit. Yeah, and well, we already talked about their their bridging of the the minds and everything, but 
I think it was, and I, I, I think, think we should probably look at it from Ray's side a little bit. Yeah, well, no, exactly. That's what I'm going through. The, the most important lesson that Luke learned from Yoda in this movie was that the greatest teacher is failure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I love is that even though Luke didn't actually get to talk to Ray again after that, Ray learned that lesson because Absolutely. throughout all the the things she kept trying to say, I can save Ben, I can save Ben. And then at the very end, when they're doing their last, okay, th- and this is the tricky part, they had their last mind bridge. Yeah. After Snoke died, so you know it wasn't all Snoke. Right, and that was what I liked. I yeah. liked that they kept it. But what it was is she was on the Millennium Falcon, and Ren was in the the base, and he was looking up at her, and she just got the stone cold face. And close the door. Yeah. The door you, closed to, to sever it was right. Sick. And you know that she knows <laughs> that she failed, but, but that she learned from it. Exactly. Um, and I don't think she's, she's broken up over it. She knows oh, no. that was, that was it. That was all that she could have done to maybe save him. But also the fact that he was never really available to be saved. Uh, and I think that was, if anything, this movie did, which I appreciate. Being um, a lover of the dark side is a bad phrasing, but um, it solidified the fact that once he killed Han Solo, he turned. he turned and he was not coming back. Absolutely. And, um, I really hope they stay with that in episode nine. Um, and I think that's important. They are the pinnacle of the light and the dark now. Um, and then let's not forget when we talk about other characters, that kid at the end. Yeah. Okay. There's a... Okay, there's also a couple of cues that we got back to the prequels. Yeah. Which I didn't much care for. Um, but it kind of like they were kind of done tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um, when the, what, if you want to call them racehorses from Canto Bite were released. Right. And the kid let out the whoop. Very similar very to Very similar Anakin. to like the pod race stuff. Now this is pod racing. Yeah, exactly. So, so that aside, um, there is a, you know, the very last, one of the, uh, was that the last scene with the kid? The uh, very, yeah. The very last moment. So uh, obviously they did that. Um, so there's this kid that you see earlier in the movie. On um, Canto Bite. On Canto Bite, um, the gambler planet or whatever. And um, their slave master comes out, yells at him. He goes out and he has to sweep, right? And he, it's very subtle, but he comes he, out the door. He, and he, he reaches for the broom. Reaches for a broom, but pulls it with the force, obviously. It's only a few inches, but it's, it's subtle. But again, it shows that this kid obviously is force sensitive. Well, now, he was also the one telling the story to the other kids of Luke Skywalker. Oh, I thought it was the other kid. I think it was him. I thought it was the. I, we'll have to double check we'll that tomorrow because I tomorrow. think it was the other kid. But anyway, long the short of it is, this obviously is on purpose to show that okay, the force isn't dead in the universe. There are other people out there, and maybe the Jedi can come back. I guess. Is that the only reasoning behind this, or was it really well, just you, a uh, hey? Remember this from the prequels? Kind of, there are kids out there with force powers. Or, no, I don't know. honestly, I, I don't think know. it could do a couple of things, and I think I, I don't think. Okay, this is one thing that I think Lucas did well mm-hmm. um, in, in his original telling of the first trilogy, um, that he could just do stuff and not have an end point, right? And just let it play out, and I think that's what Ryan Johnson was doing with this. I don't think. There's anything specific about that kid right now. Well, okay, but in the silhouette at the end, he's obviously holding the broom like a lightsaber, and it's meant to look that way because the bristles actually disappear behind his back, so you don't see it. Right. But if they want to bring in, say, uh, uh, Kip Duran or any, you know, one of these force sensitive people from the that learned under Luke at the end, and just kind of play off that sort of role, right? They can bring that in. 
Well, there's also a couple of other options. Obviously, Ryan Johnson's in charge of another trilogy. Maybe this kid has something to do with it. Exactly. There's also the idea that just, just honestly, that the force is out there and the resistance isn't. Well, the the most important thing is what Luke's last line was. He goes, "Everything you said is wrong. I'm not the last Jedi." Right. So anyway, let's not talk about that kid anymore. Exactly. Um, so Kylo and Ray, are we done with them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leia. Leia was a um, badass. Awesome. It, early on in the movie, earlier than I thought, we see her and Akbar and some other main characters killed, uh, pulled uh, out of the ship um, by not Kylo Ren. He doesn't. No, he actually couldn't pull the trigger. He doesn't pull the trigger, which is interesting. Um, and I think it's only because Leia. Yes. If it wasn't Leia, I think he would have pulled the trigger. But his, um, I don't know, his wingman, I guess, or whatever, right. pull the trigger, blow the, blow the, uh, the, um, the command bridge, and they're sucked out into space. Yes. Leia does one of the most badass things I think I've seen in Star Wars, where she just, I don't know, sucks herself back in with the force. Yeah. Like, basically, she uses badass. her hand, you know, instead of, instead of pulling, Okay, what I love is it's in space, so you really don't know what's happening. Right. So it theoretically could have been her pulling herself to the door, mm-hmm. or she could have been pulling the big freaking ship to her. Yeah. I like the latter better, but I think the former is what they were doing. Right, because you do see a a, a, a parallel shot, and, and she's flying through debris. Right. I really wish it was the other way I around. I wish it was the other way around, too, but... But she is, she saves herself. Um, yes. and, but we all, we lost Akbar, which is a bummer because I love Admiral Akbar. Yeah. But, um, so, but she's out of the, out of the fight for a bit. And then, um, she comes back at a pretty cool moment. Um, but she, her successor, um, in command is, um, Vice Admiral and it's played by Laura Dern. That's it. Laura Dern. I was trying to remember her name. She played, uh, um, Elsie in, uh, Jurassic Park. That's right. Okay. So Laura Dern, um, uh, what's her what's her Vice character Admiral. name? Uh, Vice Admiral. It starts with H. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, point is, is she takes over, and obviously she has a conflict with Poe. Poe had a conflict with Leia previously. What is that about? It was completely setting it up for the ending when Poe is in command. Yeah. Um, because you, I mean, it, it doesn't get any more clear when he's like saying, "All right, follow me," and then everyone looks to Leia and she goes, "What are you looking at me for? Follow him." Right. And right before that, too, when they're in the ships and he says, everybody peel off this is a suicide mission. We're all going to die. Let me save some people. Right. And then it mirrored what happened at the beginning. It of the mirrored movie. the beginning of the film. But at that same time, that shows something about Finn, too. He's willing to give himself for the resistance, despite what he uh, what his conflicts in episode seven. Exactly. What I also loved is when um, the vice admiral is sacrificing herself and uh they both say that they liked the. They both enjoyed the insubordination of Poe. Yeah, um, and that was nice. They were like, "Yeah, I like that guy. He's <laughs> he, right. yeah, he." You, you could tell he's going to be general in the next. Exactly. Um, also, the relationship, real quick, with Rose and Finn blossomed right at the end. There, it was very subtle, kind of nice. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think Finn has ever felt romantic about anybody, and he still hadn't up until that Up point. until that moment. Like, the moment she kissed him, he's he, like, well, oh, wait, you a minute. Have, <laughs> you have to remember, he had been raised a stormtrooper. Yeah. To, raised to be a stormtrooper, right. so he didn't have that luxury. Right, and I really did like that. Um, that dynamic. That dynamic, and I liked um, that it was clear that she liked him, and they were fighting together, and they didn't have time for any of that stuff, and it was very much like, you know, um, Han and... Um, 
Han and Leia in episode yes. five, you know, they have that one kiss on the Falcon and that's about it. Right. And then you don't really see anything else till episode seven mm-hmm. or six, excuse six. me. Um, but, but yeah, it was kind of nice. Like, you know, we saved the ones we love that like she Rose had some cool lines. She was a cool uh, character. Actually. I, I yeah, liked her I a little more a, than I thought. I thought I she was a good catalyst. Yeah. Um, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and that, that's actually a great segue. Let's talk about the supporting characters. Yeah, absolutely. Let's We've already it. talked about Rose a little bit. We've talked about Lord Dern's character a little bit. Um, what do you think of Guillermo del Toro? Loved him. I loved the way he played the character. I love that man. First of all, yeah. I love, I love del Toro, but the, the, the every once in a while stutter. Um, and the p- fact that he basically played Lando Calrissian. Yes. But never came back. Yes. Which I really like. So he betrays them. He, he's on their side, betrays them and betrays them. I just, I just, you know who you I was okay with more that. Of is the, uh, the guy that, um, that Ezra likes in Rebels that nobody else does. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. The scoundrel. Uh, how was his name? It's, um, yeah, no one else likes him. I'll think of it in a minute. Um, Hondo. Yes, Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Uh, I love, I love that character. I, I like how he played him. Again, I like how they meet him. Um, and it just makes sense. You meet that kind of character on that planet and he is going to get what he can get. Exactly. And he, he, I think he was, I think he was honest the entire time. He was willing to help them. And then as he said to them, he said, well, we got captured and I made a deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Exactly. <laughs> and I just, I really think, I think that was perfect. I yeah. loved it. So, so the, uh, yeah, all the supporting characters are cool. One thing I liked is, um, that it was kind of cool that in episode seven, we saw like little hints of, and we saw C3PO and R2D2 a bit. We saw, um, uh, Nyum Nyum, uh, come back a bit and everything. Right. Well, we saw Nyum Nyum here too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elo Nasty. Or Elo Asti from the Rogue Squadron showed up here. Um, and you actually see, uh, Poe, uh, grab oh, hug head. him at the end. Yeah. yeah that which was good. Was very cool. Um, so I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, other supporting characters. Um, the BB9E was played up way more than I know. We, 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 I remember seeing something in the news that we were going to see a showdown between BB8 yeah, and BB9E and, and it so didn't show up. <laughs> I thought about that too. And I think. All that really it was was BB nine E scanned. He yeah. did some scanning. Yeah, that's it. Scanned him. He knew there was a BB unit under there, which is probably why they got captured. But it's never really comes to light, and that's no. about it. Yeah. So, um, which is fine. I mean, again, I I'm okay with that because I didn't want to see robots fighting really. But exactly. That's just me. Um. Well, we got a little bit more Phasma in this one. We did. Um. I can't imagine her being dead. But I don't she know, looks kind of dead. I will say <laughs> that Gwendolyn Christie did the most with one eye, right? Than anybody did with most of their body. She's in the such movie. a good actress, dude. She and, is. I, and I just wish that she could have not had the helmet on at some point. I think if she comes back in nine, she won't have the helmet at this at that point. And I don't know. By then, I think her and Finney to like I don't know, have sex or something. Like, I know, right? I mean, it's like it's there's such a rivalry there now. It's like they either need to kill each other or bone down i don't know what to do about that but um i i the fight scene i i liked that how short it was yes it made it made sense drawn out yeah um i also like how he just popped back up yes (laughs) which is kind of cool um and then kind of took her out but yeah i don't know if she's dead or not i don't know if it matters um again 
I don't know. People, bad guys seem to die in this movie. And 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 it was just kind of like, okay, well, they're dead now. Yeah, well, okay, like, well, let's talk about who we who we lost. We saw we yeah. lost Luke. We lost theoretically Snoke. Phasma. We lost Snoke. Right. We lost Akbar. Right. Um, That's about it. Right? Those are the biggies. Those are the big ones. Uh, obviously, we lost plenty of resistance fighters. A lot of resistance. A lot of resistance. Fighters. Like we were basically left with a handful of people at the end. Oh, exactly. Um, Enough to fit on the Falcon. Yeah, which um, I'm saying maybe less than twenty. Which I really like because what that shows is how de- not only their forces are depleted, but just how desperate they're going to have to be at this point. Yes, because that's all they have. I mean, how are I don't know. 20, 25 people going to fight the resistance. Exactly. You know, um, and that's what a middle movie in the Star Wars universe should feel like at the end. We, we lost. We lost a lot of people. We're still, we have just a smidgen of hope, but we have a, a huge hill to climb. And exactly. I think that's important. Um, really quick talking about supporting characters. Uh, we, we can't uh, underestimate the importance of giving Billy Lord some lines. I was just going to say, we got to talk about that. Um, she was great. Not only was she given lines, but she was given an intricate part of Finn's plan. Yeah. Or not Finn's plan, of, uh, of Poe's uh, execution of Finn's plan. Absolutely. Um, to try to do what he did, which ultimately failed. But Right. Um, yeah, I I think that's in light of Carrie Fisher's death, seeing Billy Lord on screen, not only with her mom, but also in the franchise that her mom helped create. Yes. Um, was really important. And I really, um, really enjoyed seeing her on screen and she did a good job. Um, and I hope to see yeah, her. Yeah. She's one of the survivors. So yeah. Hope to see her in nine she's and beyond. Be getting, so. Because nine was supposed to be, I mean, this was supposed to be about Luke and nine was supposed to be about Leia, really. Yeah. I'm hoping they give her a lot of that storyline. Well, and what else was, uh, were you well, a little, no, I mean, su- were you a little surprised that they didn't uh, actually close out Leia? No, I'm not. You're not. Okay. I I I was under the impression that um <laughs> what's up, Mox? <laughs> I know you can't see Will because someone didn't bring his laptop and we're sharing a camera and it's dumb. But we're almost done anyway. How you doing, buddy? Did you see the movie tonight? Tell tell us tell us you saw the movie because we're gonna keep talking about the movie and <laughs> That's me. Okay, good. Oh good, all right. Um yeah, I will say that um which yeah, I, she's gonna get she's gonna get more lines, and I'm not surprised that they didn't close out the latest Rowland because you know they've got some stuff on uh, some footage that they didn't use that they're gonna splice into into nine. Right. Um, um, but it's I got the impression they were gonna close out the Leia storyline because think, after okay. after post her death, I thought they went back and kind of fixed. Okay, something. and this is thank you for the setup because you totally set me up for what I think the ultimate thing that this movie did is it. Um, Um, the thing that I think this movie did perfectly is it didn't settle itself for expectations. Right. Because the one thing that most people didn't like about force awakens was it was such a mirror image of, of, of a new hope. Right. And yeah, this did have, you know, instances that mirrored, uh, uh, empire. But the biggest thing is, is like, okay, Snoke is the big bad. We're going to kill him. Okay. Uh, the uh, Kylo Ren is going to get redeemed. No, nope, he's a baddie. Okay, um, we're going to kill. We're going to tie up the Leia storyline because she's dead. Nope, we're going to just let it play out. Right. Um, like every single thing they did was against against expectations. Well, and speaking of mirroring Episode Five, 
I'm, I'm glad you said that because that reminded me of something I thought of during the film. Obviously, um, there was a mirror of the cave oh, from, absolutely. from episode five, which I think was probably the most important thing to fully deal with. Yes. Um, she went in without her master's knowledge and right. uh, whatever else, um, or, or blessing it, whatever you want to say. And she saw herself and, she there was that weird snapping and the I thought that was really cool the way they that did was very cool. all the versions of herself. And then at the end, she's like, I want to see my parents, which we need to talk about in a second. Yes. Um I I want to see my parents, but she only saw herself. Exactly. Right? And obviously from episode five, Luke ultimately cuts the you know, uh head of Vader off and sees himself. Right. You know what I mean? And so the cave shows you what you want to see. And I think, I don't know, man, I think this is, I just really, 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 really liked that part that they took from episode five, that, that cave scene. I thought that was really a, um, a necessary and important touch. Let's talk about Ray's okay. parentage before this you forget. Is actually, well, this is the other thing is like, what's up JT about going against its expectations that I loved is that, um, she's a clown. <laughs> Is that um, the expectation was? Oh, she's a Kenobi. She's a, mm-hmm. a she's a Skywalker. She's she has solo. to be somebody. Exactly, and that I love is they didn't like. She is nobody. And I figured that's the way they were gonna go. Um, and I'm glad they stayed with it and didn't change it, despite all the theories and stuff out there. Like the fact it doesn't matter who she is, and I like that Kylo makes her say it. I love that scene. And that going back to what we were talking about earlier, those two together, like, uh. Ray finally sitting there and saying to herself, my parents are nobody. And then he says, yeah, they're just junkers. They sold you off for booze, basically, right? Yeah, and it's but like, what I love is the, oh. line, the line that he said, he's, he said, like, you're not part of this story. Right. And and that is, that's a really almost fourth wall kind of thing, too. Yes. It's like, you're not part of, you're not part of the Skywalker line. You're not part of anything. You just happen to show up and have force powers. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think... Him making her say that and her basically admitting to herself, like, what was I waiting for all that time? Like, I should have made my, I'm going to make something of myself now because it doesn't matter who my parents are. My parents are nothing. I'm nothing, but I am something because right. of what I can do, which exactly. I thought was cool. So. I, JT, I don't think so. I think if nah. she really is nobody. No, she's nobody. If dude. they if they bring it up that she actually is somebody, I'm going to be very disappointed. No, I I think that they need to stay with the fact that she's nobody. Yeah. Um, I, going back on it would just be kind of weird, I think. But exactly. but also, I think it fits. I think I think it fits her character too. The fact that she's sitting around waiting for, you know, alcoholic gamblers to come back for her, and and the whole time, <laughs> you know, Uncar plot plot obviously knows. And everybody knows, and she's just nothing. She's okay. So she has force powers. She happens to be force sensitive, like homeboy, like like Anakin, right? Anakin was a Skywalker, obviously, but that's the beginning of it. He right. was a slave. You also have the dude, the little kid at the end, who's yeah. obviously nobody, right. but Which has force power. Question: We did talk know? about it earlier, and then I actually haven't read the book, but who the hell's Kenobi's parents? Yeah, Where did point. Kenobi get his powers? How about Qui Gon? Yeah, I mean, look, but I. I and when sorry, when the Jedi were a thing, they would take force sensitive 
children right. from their nobody parents, <laughs> you know, exactly. and make them somebody, you know? So I think that's important. Exactly. Anakin had no dad. Well, then there's that, which we, we were playing a lot of trivia earlier. Uh, excuse me. His dad was midichlorians. Yeah. Well, here we are. Thank God they didn't mention that. Right. I, w- I was, I was like, I was ho- at some point I, there was a moment where, um, Luke could have said something, right? Could've. And actually, that, that going back on how how uh, um, uh, Ray is nobody, who the hell is Snoke? He ended up being nobody. Nobody. And he's dead. And he's dead. Hella dead. Which was hilarious. It was great. I'm glad he got cut the same way, like, Maul did. Maul too. did, yes. That was nice. All right. And I love it at the very <laughs> end when uh, um, when Hux comes up to the, the thing. He's like, what the hell happened here? And you're almost expecting, because you see... Uh, Snoke is dead on the ground with his tongue hanging out. You're almost right? expecting him to wake up, and then it pans out. And you just see the lower half of his body <laughs> fall off the throne. <laughs> like I said, there was some comedic moments. I think that were pretty on point. Um, all right, man. So, what else do we have left? What else have we talked about? Um, just overall, like favorite moments, or um, I, I liked the entire movie. Yeah, me too. Um, what I love is like it. It. I, I, I'm going to keep going back to the fact that it, it played off expectations because it couldn't live up to everything that Force Awakens did because, it, I mean, it's like it's the second it's the second child. You right. know what I mean? And so it didn't. It's right. like it said, we are what we are. Right. Um, chat room, feel free to chime in. Let us know what you thought. Overall, I enjoyed it as well. But um, I think – some of my favorite moments, I think, are still with um, with Ray and Kylo. I really think that relationship was done really, really well. Also, I like the Luke and Ray relationship on the island. I think, although it was a little slow in the beginning, just just the mundane stuff that he did every day, yep. and her just like waiting around was very much almost like. Think about um, Doctor Strange, for example. Yep. Like he's sitting out on the doorstep, exactly. waiting to be admitted in, yep. and she's waiting to be admitted in, and he's going about his day. Go away, go away. I don't want you here. Uh, not only is his performance as a reluctant mentor really well done, but um, she does a really good job of poking and prodding at him. And then at the same time, that moment where he almost walks in on he walks on in on them, and it's almost awkward yes you know and then literally blows the roof off and then that's the kind of a turning point i think yeah, that's right really I'm, I'm gonna say it again i could have done without the weird nipple scene the weird nipple scene i think was funny but weird super weird man there was there was a couple moments so there was that all right so those are the, those are the things i liked okay. a lot um I, but i have to talk with the the, the chat room because i actually disagree with both you guys i loved the leia in space part yeah um and i was just gonna say Probably my favorite part of the movie is Luke's projection of himself yes. to the planet. Um, and I, and I was, I told my wife at some point, I was just like, I was trying to figure out why he beard. looked, why he was young yeah. looking and why he had a brown beard. She's all, what do you mean? And I was like, what do you mean what I mean? When they went back, he was super gray, longer hair. Yep. He, it was almost like his Empire Strikes, uh, not Empire, his Return of the Jedi self, a little older projected. Um, but, 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 but you said it, it was Ben's version of him exactly. that he, he, he projected to himself ex- what Ben remembered. Exactly. So, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and that last fight where the stand, the, just the, I don't know, cinematography is probably the right word, but just the way it was shot. Yes. Them on opposite sides, 
back and forth a couple times. The the conversation, it the was matrix just matrix move. Yeah, oh, the <laughs> matrix move was so sick, dude. I didn't think they could pull off a matrix move again, but that was so. I mean, the matrix move with lightsabers, oh, badass. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I I really enjoyed that last scene. But anyway, what else? Well, no, so I, anything we didn't like? Is um, that what you want to do? Anything I didn't like. Besides um, the weird nipple scene? Yeah, the weird nipple scene was weird. <laughs> um, he went to great clips. Yeah. he when I was like, oh, he got a haircut? Oh, he dyed his, he dyed his beard too. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I, there really was, that's the thing. It's like there weren't any like super high moments that I loved. Yeah. But there, I mean, there was, there was no, you know, Vader going down the, the hallway at the end of Rogue One, mm-hmm. right? But there was no low points for me. Right. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the light speed in the Snoke ship was pretty sick. Um, oh, and I, God. I, okay, yes. That was the most beautiful shot that Ryan Johnson It was a really nice shot. Off. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah, that was really well done. And um, there were some moments where I was like, oh, that's badass. Like, um, there was that one. Um, I, I don't know. There was a few others where I where I felt that way. But um, But overall, like, it was dark enough. It was a great middle movie, I think. Um, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with nine. Um, and I think it answers what I don't think I'm pretty sure it answers every question from episode seven. The major lingering question was really her parentage, and I don't really feel like that ever mattered or should matter. And And I think the way it played out with their relationship was perfect. Exactly. It it shows that it really doesn't matter. We talked about earlier, Mox. I don't think Phasma's dead. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they let her go. But I think she will come back in in um, in nine. And my joke earlier was um, that she'll come back and like by then her and Finn will just I don't know have sex or something like. Okay, like, imagine time. imagine this because she obviously falls into some burning thing. What if she gets a respirator sort of thing on and she becomes Kylo's enforcer? Ah, oh, be so sick, dude. Ah, uh, I mean she's obviously not force sensitive, but she could be. No, but she but what? So the Praetorian Guard are gone exactly. too. Um, she might start up an elite force alongside him. I'm, I'm in on that. I think that's badass. And and JT, we, we know that I'm never wrong. Well, you say that, but. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kylo is very quickly becoming my favorite. Now that he's not a whiny bitch. I mean, it was, I'm glad that, and we said this earlier, we're just, I'm really glad that he was, he's dark. He's staying dark. He's not reading. He's, he's not. He's not going to turn. Um, and he's he's ready to 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 take his what his what he felt his grandfather should have done in the first place. And I think that's important. Exactly. So anyway, uh, uh, I think it's about time we should wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Um, I'm glad you guys joined us. Um, you guys must be fresh off the movie too, or what? Oh, well, you're a couple hours ahead of us. Oh, you are a couple. Hours. Oh, I forgot you're in the future. Um, anyway, not I'm as glad- far in the future as Jess. Good point. She, she, saw, she saw it like yesterday. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, we can't. Yeah, I, JT, that's a good point, man. Um, I can see why why Ryan Johnson's going to get a new franchise to himself. I think he would do. I think he's going to do really well with it. Absolutely. Um, and that's the last thing in our notes. Actually, is going forward, um, episode nine and beyond. Um, yeah, I think Ryan Johnson did a really good job with this film, and um, he deserves all the accolades he's going to end up getting, regardless. But um. Yeah, but getting his own franchise that makes a lot of sense. He obviously plays nice with the higher ups. Yep. But he's good at what he does. He is really good. Yeah. Um. You know, I can kind of see is 
him kind of taking on the Feige role for Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I'm okay with that. Yeah, especially if we're getting a Star Wars movie every year. Um, do you think uh, just real quick? I think. Do you think they're going to continue with the anthologies, or do you think they're going to eventually just get into trilogies or what? I mean, I'm wondering. I think you're going to stick with the trilogy and, and the anthologies. On it's going to keep yeah. doing that. Okay, we'll see. I'm. Oh, they do have a few more planned, but I think I'm wondering after those um, if they get enough kind of banked if they're going to continue with them. But yeah, well, I mean, you don't necessarily have to do. You could do duologies. You could do it's true. Whatever you want. True. True. All right, man. Uh, um, you know what? Uh, yeah, no, that's it. I do want to say. Um, no, I'll wait for it until you do the outro. Okay. All right, guys. So we are gonna take off. We will probably. We're gonna actually. Excuse me. I'm still coming off of uh, yeah, 160 days to Han Solo. We're going to um, see the movie again tomorrow night. 3D and 3D. Uh, and you know, if we have any more insights on episode 120, we'll talk about those. And we did talk at the top of the show about Fox acquiring Disney as well. So um, we'll talk more about that uh, next week as well. So Absolutely. Um, I am excited for all the things. There's so much stuff going on. Yes. Are you excited for any things? Uh, I'm excited for lots of things. I'm excited for eventually, you know, actually I was talking about this with uh, um, Eddie earlier. <laughs> Thanks, JT. Uh, that I actually think um, that because we're just now going to be start learning about Marvel Phase 4. I think Phase 4 is going to set up the Secret Wars. And Phase 5 is going to end up with the uh, the Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, interesting. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, and to answer Mox's question, yes, we always make out in the theater. So um, thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, get your hands off me. Um, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter, and Will is at Admiral Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Take the time. Give us positive ratings and all that kind of stuff. Like us, share us, and tell your friends. Um, Don't forget, you can now go to teespring.com slash theusualpodcast and get your very own official Tupperware. <laughs> Thank you, Mox, for that. <laughs> but it's the official The Usual Podcast gear. And pick up your t-shirt or sticker and uh, help support us that way and get yourself some nice swag. Yep. Other ways to support the show, patreon.com slash usual podcast. You can give us a buck or two an episode. You get uh, extras like trailer time and access to the shows early and blooper reels, of course. And then audibletrial.com slash usual podcast audiobook for free on us. We get some money. You get a free book and all the things are good. Yeah, you can get, get the new Canto Bite book and learn uh, all about that plan. Indeed. Learn about the things and stuff. Yep. All right, my friend. Let's get out of here. I'm all tired. Right. Uh, <laughs> everyone, just make sure you have a fun. Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Thanks for joining us, guys. That was awesome.